Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 8 It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's, that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey, everyone. John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 8 20 It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief Brian Satt, and I'm not here with my usual co-hosts. I'm here with Best of the Rest co-host, Rachel Sam Evans. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> I'm queen waving at you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I have to rec- I have to cover an event tomorrow that's in Los Angeles, and so I asked Jamie or Kevin or Eli <laughs> to s- sit in, and they were like, uh, "Terrible, terribly short notice. No, we cannot sit in at the last second like this." So uh, luckily, Rachel was available. She's in the area. She's a little more close. Uh, Jamie has a big thing going on today. That's the main oh. reason why he couldn't do it. He's like, he's got this app that's launching today, so he's very excited about it. I'll download it. <laughs> you should. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm actually, I feel bad that we're recording this when it goes live because I, I didn't schedule that correctly. Well, what is it called? Let's... Well, it's called the network. I've already plugged it on the other okay, show as well. Good. But yes, for those of you watching Wrestling Sheet Radio, you've heard Jamie talk about it a bunch. Are you listening? Uh, the network finally launched today because this is not going to come out until Friday. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the network was finally out there. Uh, and it's, it's, I guarantee you guys are going to like it. It's basically like, I feel like you'll like it too. It's basically, yeah. especially looking at your shirt. Cause I can tell you like exclusive kind of drop merch drops and oh, that, yeah. that kind of stuff, like loot crate type stuff. Duh. Um, so basically it's a new app called the network and, uh, it's like QVC for like a YouTube generation. So it's like an app. And, you know, QVC, like, has exclusive drops, but it's, like, you know, Martha Stewart's this yeah. or, like, that. So it's for, like, grandmas, you know, older women, stuff like that. This is, like, cool kind of, like, hip stuff that's on an app, and it's with celebrities. So the, the first drop that goes today uh, is with DJ Khaled and Eric Andre. Not, and you can, like, follow the people that you like and stuff? Basically, like, it's going to be a show like QVC where yeah. you're watching, like, a home shopping network, but, like, with cool, young, hip people, basically. And then when the product gets talked about, you literally, like, you already have your payment stuff yeah. inputted in the app, so you literally just, like, push a button and you buy it. That is so smart. Never leave, never have to go anywhere. It's not like you're pushing through all these PayPal things. Like, you just keep watching the show and you buy it. And there's, like, a there's like a catalog and inventory. Like, well, so look. it's going to be, like, exclusive drops, so, like, it's... Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So it'll be, like, a, a different... Every week will be, like, a different thing. So oh, I think, wow. like, in the app right now, it has, like, the next few weeks' worth of stuff, so it's, like, this week is Eric Andre and DJ Khaled... Uh, next week was I think it was Ben Baller. I'm pulling it right. Yeah, next it's week like no is Ben deal. Baller. Then Freddie and Jason. The week after that, and the week after that is Wu Tang. So like they're doing like cool drops with like you know that's people so like that. Cool. Yeah. So that's why Jamie couldn't be here. But and and Eli is working busy stuff. So go check out the network, the network app. Uh, cool stuff like that. I don't know how long the products are available for quite yet. I've, I'm interested to watch the show, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch it when I'm done recording. But okay, I do want to get into. My favorite stories of the week this week because there were some good ones. I mean, this was a there was some a, lot of, a whole bunch of different things that went down this week. Uh, I'm going to start though with my absolute favorite story of the week. I I I've watched this video so many times now, and that was uh, Shaggy Two Dope attempting to drop kick Fred Durst. This video, okay. I, at first, I was like, can I post this on the website? You know, like this is technically like two musicians. You know, but technically, Shaggy Two Dope, he was in WWF back in the day. Sure, he was in WCW back in the day. He had yeah. his own wrestling company. Mm-hmm. I think I think he counts in the wrestling sphere of things. I think that if Dropkick is in the title, <laughs> you're allowed to use yeah. it. And they're all they're, they feel very. I mean, as well as what you said, just apart from that, feel very wrestling adjacent, right? Both of them. Yeah, it was funny because I was thinking like, oh, this isn't for the website. And then I was like, no, it is. Like Fred Durst, Limp Bizkit performed at WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, I mean, this was wrestling. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I asked my friend Kevin. <laughs> I asked Kevin, who's uh, who hosts another show on the feed. He hosts Top Five. Oh yeah, and uh, he was the first person I consulted with, and he was like. This seems to hit all the points for me. This is like WWF, Dropkick, WCW, Limp Bizkit, all wrestling things. I just need to know everything that led up to this moment. That's what's frustrating me so much, is there's really no additional information. Like, I tried reaching out to the police to get a police report. Oh. And... It was not easy. It was very difficult. They, they, I, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get it. Uh, it's a small town where they uh, only accept facts to, for these kinds of things. There's not a fax machine in here. Oh, interesting. Facts, like with an X. <laughs> I thought yours like they only accept facts, and I was like, okay, we'll no. come to them with facts. No, about no, fax machine from the '90s. I like genuinely didn't. It did not compute. It would blow your mind. <laughs> To know how much police stations still, 
use fax machines. I hate that. It's insane. That's that's why they lose stuff. Well, you work in an office, like uh, well, does, wh- I've never faxed anything <laughs> a day of my life. Yeah, so they, they they they've never asked you to fax anything. Nobody has ever asked me to fax one thing ever. Like, imagine if they did. No, I'd quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I love my job here, but I gotta go. Like, I don't work in the 90s later. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna go join the internet with the rest of the Matrix. Uh, Yeah, I had, I remember when I first started at TMZ, I had to learn how to make copies, and and it felt weird. I was like, hey, where do I put the paper? Anybody, anybody over a certain age hates us right now. (laughs) You just said had to learn how to make copies. I just always printed everything, you know? Well, that's, it's an easy, you just, you know, print something and make multiple copies of the print. That makes a lot of sense. I also remember one time when I was first starting TMZ, (laughs) and they said, they they handed me, like, this book, like a full, you know, giant, like, uh, you know, folder kind of a thing. Sure. And they were like, we need, uh, I forget what, it was a lot of copies. We need, like, you know, 20 copies of this book. I was like, book oh. of a book. Okay, oh, copy of book. Well, like like a folder, you oh, know. Okay, so okay, like okay. with the, with the rings or whatever, sure, you know. Sure, sure. And I was like, oh, okay. And I went and I had I did it page by page because I thought that's what you have to do. And it took me like, oh no, you feed the whole thing I, into that. We're talking about how to make copies. Yeah, I learned. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you guys, if you're an aspiring PA out there, just know you don't have to do them page by page like that. No. It. It was the worst thing. Ask I came somebody. back two hours later, and they were like, "Where were you?" And I was like, well, "You made me do twenty of these." And they were like, "They were like, yeah, you just put it in, and it does it all for you." And I was like, "Oh." Asking somebody to make copies of anything feels like hazing. <laughs> it really does. Like, oh, I don't like being bullied. <laughs> I don't like it here, guys. <laughs> yeah, but so okay. So as far as the information is concerned, so basically, uh, Limp Biscuit was performing at uh, the Rock Allegiance Festival in New Jersey. Naturally. Naturally. Uh, apparently, ICP performed earlier in the night. They were like one of the opening bands. Great. And Limp Biscuit was headlining. Apparently. Also great for 2018. Not that face. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> Limp Biscuit was headlining. Headli- that's what I read in these articles that Limp Biscuit was headlining. Hey, okay, but ICP has their own festival. Like, they do. They headline. Mm, you think ICP should headline over Limp, Limp Biscuit? Yes. What? 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 You? Okay. First of all, you're gonna learn one thing about me here. You're a big biscuit head. Big biscuit head. <laughs> are you uh, serious? Fred Durst was even on the show once. I respect him. <laughs> Listen, I'm not no, saying I don't, don't worry. respect him. Don't worry. He's not listening. He was just on the show once. What if he is? No, he's not. Don't worry. He might see his nah, name and listen. Nah, he told us when he was on the show that he's not like actively subscribing to podcasts that he like sure, has sure, rss sure. feeds of different things just to keep his ears to the ground but okay but he's still, don't worry he's not listening he was only on here as a fair favor to jamie because apparently jamie and him <laughs> very tight when jamie was a child and this fred durst used to drive jamie to school a couple times not like every day as like his nanny because that would be awesome i would but, watch that show right every time i I'm glad we're on this. This is why I like you. Because yeah. <laughs> every time Jamie tells me that story, I think in my head it's a TV show of like and I can't this imagine, kid who gets to have Fred Durst as his nanny, basically. I can't imagine Jamie as a kid either, so I just imagine him like him but smaller <laughs> in the back seat, <laughs> like a boss baby situation with Fred Durst as like a driving Miss Boss Baby. <laughs> a little um, poncho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody make that show, or at least make that fan art. <laughs> Man, I would love to watch a show of Limp Bizkit, or Fred Durst. Durst, my nanny, my nanny Fred Durst. My nanny Fred Durst. <sighs> That'd be so good. Who's the boss? Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> ja- yeah, Jamie's in the midst of trying to put together a Limp Bizkit, uh cover tribute band. No. No? I'm sorry. No? Not Jamie, approved? Jamie, he has so many skills and so much talent. And there's so many places he can allocate that skill and talent. And I don't think that's one of those places. <laughs> you know, I normally would agree with you, but, but you he's real passionate this? about it. Then do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm passionate about a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy for him. He's got a cool name for the band, too. So that's what the other reason. I don't want to give it away because okay, I don't know don't. if he tweeted it. You're right. You're yeah, right. it's a good name, though. It's a good name. Okay, Copyright. so okay, so at this festival, <laughs> Limp Bizkit is performing the song Faith. Classic. Don't know it. What? From, by George Michael? Well, he, they covered it. Okay, so the George Michael song Fifth. Y- yes, the George Michael song Fifth. You, you and my girlfriend, dude, I am blown away. I thought everyone has heard the song Faith by Limp Bizkit. Like, I've heard of the song Faith by George Michael, the classic like, song. I literally feel like I'm having a conversation again with Erica, because this is literally the conversation. She's my girl. <laughs> That's why she's my girl. Like, I thought that, it was like on TRL for a long, how old are you? 26. 
All right. All yeah, right. yeah, all yeah. Right, I wasn't, whatever. and I've also never been a biscuit head. Not new metal at all, or just not Blim Biscuit. I would say probably not new metal at like, all. No corn. Oh no. You like corn? No, I mean like I, I in the kind of way that I feel like everybody kind of likes. Corn, okay, okay, you know? fair. But you dislike Blim Biscuit. Because they do have that effect on people. It's interesting. Like, we've had this discussion many times. Don't worry. Don't feel like we have to only talk about wrestling yeah, things here. No, but, like, I, uh, the Nookie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you've got the correct band. Yes. Yeah. The Nookie. I'm, I'm break struggling stuff. to... Break stuff I dig. It's See, a good song. I get down with that. I like party rock. Yeah. Like, I like that kind of, like, fun haha times. Okay. But um, I was much more... I was a little bit, like... The younger person's Limp Bizkit. Like, I was, like, some 41. Okay. And that kind of idiocy. Pop punk? Yeah. I mean, I'm more of a pop punk kid myself, so... In your soul? Yeah. Oh. How do you feel about My Chemical Romance? You know, I didn't like them before they got popular, and then, like... But I like that album. I really yeah. only like that one album, though. I understand. The, the Black Parade one? No, the one before that. What? The one with I'm Not Okay, I Promise Isn't on it. Isn't that... No, those are two separate albums. Because wow. Black Parade is its own separate album, and I thought they went a little too far at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, you don't need to wear marching band outfits and I all that kind of stuff. I think I might have been 13 and super into that. Yeah, no. I think my, I might have looked at that and been like, ooh, Sexual Awakening. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. My, my girlfriend's the same way. Like, that's the album that she's like this with, you yeah. know? But I was in college when I'm Not Okay. I was a freshman in college when I'm Not Okay, I Promise came out. So, sure. And I... I, I I physically remember like where I was when I heard the song. Like I was in the dorm cafeteria and it came on MTV and I was like, that guy's cool looking. Like he's got a real pale yeah. but like introspective look to him. And then the song's rad. And I remember being like, I'm gonna get into those guys. And then Welcome to the Black Parade came out and you're like, a little much. <laughs> a little much, dude. Okay, sweetie. Uh, oh, okay, we got it. Let's you know? take a knee. And then when he dyed his hair like pink or whatever yeah. and got a little, way too far out. And I was like, okay. At a certain point, sometimes like an artist. Like, people aren't telling them no anymore, oh, yeah. and then it gets too much. It's funny, though, because I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith, so I feel like somewhere between Kevin Smith and My Chemical Romance is Limp Bizkit. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I feel like that. I should yeah, like yeah. Limp Bizkit. Yeah, you should like Limp Bizkit. I'm going to get into Limp okay, Bizkit. please do. Okay. I, uh, get their album poured back to me. I would like a review on, hot, <laughs> on, on, on the hot dog-flavored water album. Oh, God. <laughs> is that the name of the album? No, it's it's... Chocolate starfish and the hot dog oh, flavored come water. On. <laughs> You're just gonna name your album a butthole. You're just gonna do that? Oh come on! All right. Okay, so in the video, okay, so for those of you who don't see, haven't seen this video, you have to have to go see this video. It's hilarious. He's Fred, the, the performing faith, and he's at the last part of the song where he's just like, Fah! and you see the shaggy two dope come running into the frame and tries to do a drop kick. He's done a million of these. He's wrestled. He's a he's kind of professional wrestler, and he comes and goes to do it, and he's like stops short right before, and just bam lands on his side, and then security comes running in like it's some random fan, obviously, and they come pulling him off stage, and Fred's just like, 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 oh fuck that guy or whatever. Like he says something along those lines. Oh, that guy's a pussy or yeah. something along those lines. Um, but I heard from a source that. There was a whole chaos backstage afterwards. That it was like people were freaking out. They were like, "Hey, that's Shaggy Judah. Don't arrest him." And they were like, "No, he just tried to assault someone. He's gonna be arrested." And there was a whole thing, and that cops may have arrested him, but because of the damn fax machine, I can't find out. But what is the beef? That's the thing I want to know. What could be the beef? But they do seem like very strong personalities. Very much so. You get them in the room together. I bet if they disagree about one thing, like if they disagree about like what condiment to put on a hot dog, I feel like that's contention. I can see that. Like that's a drop kick. I could see that because they have worked together in the past. So maybe there was like something and some kind of maybe. thing that went the wrong way. And like Shaggy Chudobe's getting older, his depth perception is off, like he did execute the move just a little bit too <laughs> close, or not close enough. Uh, well, I almost wonder if it was like, because you know in wrestling, like, they don't actually, they're not actually trying to kick their head off, so maybe he was like trying to go soft on like, them a little bit? Is it... Give a little brother drop kick, you is know? Is it a work? Like, That's what, I, I don't think it was a work, because really? I heard people were very bad. Uh... But at the same time... I get mad at works all the time. <laughs> you don't fake dropkick people in the office. 
Don't I? My first time like working in a real office, like yeah. not back home, like when I moved to LA and I was at TMZ. Mm-hmm. Before TMZ, one of my favorite things used to be like giving people flat tires. What? You no, know, no, not not in their car. Oh, like on their shoes. No, like on their I was shoes. Like, are you no, a I'm not monster? walking around like a monster just yeah. stabbing tires? I was like, what's wrong with you, you hooligan? What is wrong? Like, I'm out of here, dick. Am yeah. I? Uh, I quit. <laughs> no, no, no. Like you know when someone's walking in front of you and you step on like the back of their shoes so they kind of like yeah, trip a little the bit. Worst. It's the worst. But I used to get a kick out of doing it. I, yeah. used to, I used to enjoy doing it. I'm a troll too. And it 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 took. Everything in my adult power to stop doing that once I worked in like a real office. I was so deathly afraid that someone was going to trip and fall on their face and it was going to be a whole thing. Oh, I'm an HR nightmare. Like I told, we had this whole sensitivity training and then I just straight up went to my HR person afterwards and I was like, we're going to have to play this one by ear. I got no idea what's right or wrong. I got no compass at all. Like me, I have two co-producers and we're all like boys. Like they're, they're literal boys and I'm just like a boy. And so we just punch each other all the time and we forget that people are looking at us. And so we'll like have a meeting and then just like slap each other in the face. Uh, No, that's, that makes sense. It does make sense. But you know, I understand you're probably not supposed to do that. Your instinct was correct. No, but I, I, those things are hard. They're like, hard. I, I, when I started, not when I started teams, but deeper into my tenure at teams, I remember one time, like, you know, there's there's inappropriate stories that they do, you know? And oh, so, yeah. like, we were, it was, we were doing this, we were working on a story about the dude with the beard from American Pickers. And oh, he, sure. And it was, like, right before he got famous, because it was, like, right when that show first came out. He had famous. Hosted, famous. Okay. He's pretty famous. That guy's pretty famous. All right. You don't think Barrack Pickers is a big, Middle What's country. Name? What's his name? Oh, I'm pissed. It's, Fra- it's Frank. It's Frank, but I don't know his last name. It's Frank something. Uh, it's Fra- <laughs> <laughs> now I'm mad I don't know his last name. It's fine. But Frank from American Pickers, it was him, like, judging a wet t-shirt contest and, like, pouring the water all over the shirts and stuff. And I remember me and my friend, my coworker, were laughing at the pictures because they're funny. Have you, have you seen Frank from American Pickers? Oh, yeah. Like, he's kind of, you know, he's like a burly-looking dude. You know, it's just, yeah. like, him real, like, drunk, like, and it was, like, these really funny pictures and one person, and I was like, this is inappropriate. You guys, are, she was new, and it was like, you guys are not allowed to lose. And she went and told on us for, like, looking at... What t-shirt content? Man, contest she sounds for- like a fun person. She, she was like an older lady. She was not fun at all. Yeah. And then they were like, uh, it's for the website. They have to do that kind of stuff. Like, sorry. And I was like, yes. I get to look at wet t-shirts at it, work? Cool. It's a story. <laughs> it's a story. Yeah. No, totally. It's just a boob-centric story. <laughs> My favorite kind. All right. Well, I want to talk to you about another story this week that oh, uh, I know you were passionate about. Oh, God. And, uh, please don't make me say anything I'm going to regret. <laughs> Um, well, I think that you know I, you you texted it to me. You you were one of many people who texted it to me mm-hmm. after it went up. But um, that was Austin Aries this week. Austin Aries uh, put out a tweet that I, that I think it's safe to say is a controversial tweet at this Duh. point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had people reply to my because that was a headline I used was yeah. Austin Aries dresses controversial tweet and uh, people were like, controversial controversial. I was like. Uh, he yeah, had to delete dude. it because people were so mad about it. I think that classifies as being controversial. Not only were just like layman's mad about it, Impact was mad about it. Yeah. Like, it's, yes, it's controversial to call a. Well, I'll read it for those of you who didn't see it, and it'll probably get her, uh, Rachel hyped up again. But I'm so triggered right now. <laughs> but uh, John Morrison, who he's uh, going to be facing off against at Bound for Glory, uh, made a joke Friday evening about Aries' height. And then Austin replied, and he said, ah, the form of discrimination that's still super cool. Short shaming. If I joked race, retards, your gay look, if I fat shamed your husky wife, instant outrage. But you can, predict- but you can predictably cut on me over my height, genetics I don't control, and it's just funny. Now, I, you know, he, he did an interview after, too, he, and didn't really, like... He basically said, like, people just, you know, took took what he was saying wrong. He, he, th- yeah. What? He, he doubled down on all of it. He never once apologized for it. He deleted the tweet, but he never, like, apologized yeah. for it or anything like that. Um, he was on uh, Wrestling Observer Live this week. He did a bunch of interviews promoting uh, Bound for Glory, and one of them was Wrestling Observer Live. Mm-hmm. And when Brian Alvarez asked him about it, he told Brian, the thing is, if you really read what I'm saying in my tweet, if you really actually read what I'm saying, I'm not condoning any of those things. He said, I'm saying if I were to make a joke on any of those things or even mention these words, even type them out without using them in any derogatory way, that people would be outraged. Uh, Which, 
yeah, this a whole child. Thing, right? What a child. That's the whole, like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Yes, you are. You're, the, the intention is there. What an absolute crazy thing to say. Because the thing is, yeah, it, uh, it's crazy. It's ins- I can't even wrap my head around that response because this is the first time I'm hearing this. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that he's saying, I'm not calling her fat. I'm saying if I did happen to call her fat, people would be. Yes, you are. Beyond that, beyond that. Don't use the word retard. <laughs> Don't like, listen, people are probably going to call me snowflake because of it. But if you're, and I'm not saying that you're a bad person if you use wrong language sometimes, or if you use language that pe- other people do not deem appropriate. But if you have a platform like this and it has nothing to do with the work, what are you doing? What was the point? What's the point? Yeah. And that's what I talked to. I had, I just had a conversation with Hennigan with John yesterday about this and I'll probably release some of it before Sunday because that would be smart business. Um, yeah, because I should, right? Yeah, probably. Um, and he was saying, more or less, that come after me. He First of all, called his pants gay? You're talking about professional wrestling? Yeah. Are you aware how much dick and balls are all over your face all the time, it's, Austin? It's the most homoerotic thing that exists. Exactly. And we're here for it. Yeah. And we accept it, it and we love it. Yeah. yeah That's why exactly. I have it on my profile page. I like to I like to remind people that these aren't military. This isn't a military thing we're watching that should be taken extremely seriously. We're watching exactly. dudes in oil rubbing on each other. And that's and that's and what I love about John too is that that's what he loves about professional wrestling. He's like, it's silly, it's yeah. fun. Like if you watch him on Survivor, the first thing he says is like, Oh, come on, sparkly tights, you don't like it? You know, it's great. And so beyond that, beyond all of that, John was saying, come after me all you want. This is a match between us. Once you bring my wife into it, for no reason, she is not a part of this. And she's defending it. Or she's, you know, she has a title match. And that's huge. This has nothing to do with that. It had nothing to do with the work. It, it, I, and I don't care if in his head he thought it did. I don't care. It's, it's irresponsible storytelling. Because you're... It's not heat. You're an asshole. That like, does make. I mean, he always comes across. As, he, prior to this, he always came across to me as a very smart dude. And this one was like, "Hey, man, what? Too smart for his own good." Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he is smart in the way that, like, just because you know know something, and just because you know something to be true, because what he said is true, categorically. Look what happened. Look, but. Y- you can't, you can't just be so brazen. It's elitism. Yep. You can't be so brazen with your words to think that you have no effect on other people. And also that you can say whatever you want. I'm so sick of the excuse that you can say whatever you want within the context of a work. Because mm-hmm. that's just not true. Mm-mm. It has nothing to do with the title match. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And so John, when I was talking to John about it, I was like, hey, like – did that pants line offend you? He's like, why would I be offended by being called gay, first of all? That's incredibly homophobic. Yeah. Like, why would I ever take offense to that? And you're using it as an insult makes you look dumb. Yeah. And It's why Joey Ryan quote tweets people all the time who say that to him. That exactly. He turns it around on them to show how stupid they look for Exactly. It. And I, like, I like when he and does it. And if I am? Well, who cares? Yeah. You know? Like, what year is it? That's, and it's crazy. There's such a small faction of residing wrestling fans that are still so small-minded. I think it's bigger than you think. But the thing is, is that I'm a woman in wrestling. And if I'm going to... If I... If I'm saying this, it means it's gotten better yeah. because, like, I'm the first one to attack here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, totally. I'm loud. I'm, like, brash. I, I like, show Strong my opinions. on the internet. <laughs> you you know? do like doing on Instagram. I, yeah. So, like, if somebody's going to attack me, they're going to attack me. And pl- I get plenty of it, and I'm fine with it. I don't care. Yeah, I wish I was as good at handling it as you are. You're real good at handling oh, it. Oh, like, come for me because that means you're watching me, sweetie. Thank you. <laughs> um, I know. I, I say that out loud, but you're so much better at living that kind of stuff than me. Like, I... These are things that I have to deal with still all the time because I, you know, when I was working in my apartment alone for three years, mm-hmm. you know, I, you start to feel like, you know, what your words say don't matter because you're just like sitting there working alone. Does that matter? You know, but I've started to realize it does. And the, the words I put out there, you know, affect the way people look at me and affect my future and all that kind of stuff. So, Absolutely. so, uh, yeah, no, I, I, he definitely should have thought more about this one. He should have. And even if he – and the thing that bothers me the most about it is that after the backlash, which there was plenty, um, he didn't care. Mm-mm. 
it wasn't and you know there is something to be said about like okay like there's the title match on sunday it's a big deal whatever but you're allowed to recognize where you're wrong and say like hey like i'm still big bad heel and i'm still mean and i still want to kick his ass but hey maybe i shouldn't have brought your wife into it yeah um, but I, what I will say is that if you're going to do that to anybody, do it to Taya because she does not give off wool. <laughs> so, yeah, she, no. she handled that very well. Yeah, I mean, because that's a product of being a woman in wrestling. You're used to that. You just don't expect it at that level. You're used to that small-minded idiocy. You don't expect it at an Austin Aries level. You would expect that after 20-plus years, he would have realized that that's not the way to get heat. Yeah, no, I, I and I also, you know, what bothers me is the whole sector of people who are saying stuff like, well, you know, it, you know, you know, all press is good press, so at least this was a huge way to promote Bound for Glory the past couple of days, and it's like, no, this was not a good way to promote Bound for Glory. And yes, I get that some people want to see Austin Aries get his ass kicked now or whatever, yeah. but I mean, we all—it's not like he's going to get his ass by John Morrison. and it's it's wrestling, you well, know? No, it's like, wrestling. It, I I will say though that John said something hilarious, which was like. You know, I was looking forward to just having like a nice title match, <laughs> and now I really gotta, I really gotta kill this guy. <laughs> like, I thought this was gonna be a nice, respectful, top top tier title match, and now like I have to go and hot. And now I have I to go punch someone on behalf of my wife. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, he should be thankful he's not in the ring with Taya. Honestly, <laughs> she, yeah, she would destroy understandably so. <laughs> him. Oh my girl! Yeah, no, she would I destroy him. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'm oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I've been saying they should do Brie Bell versus Liv Morgan at Evolution now because of all the stuff that happened. That's controversial. That's what I, But that, that, that's what wrestling is. Not between them, though. I bet it's fine between yeah, them. Yeah, oh, yeah. They'll be fine. Well, I think there's a – I think between them it's – I think in general the situation is a little tense. A little tense. I think in general it's like – it's a tough situation amongst all the women right now in general because – you know, it's like it's like a line. It feels almost like a line has been drawn in the sand. It's kind you know? of like old guard versus new guard, very right much now, so. Which I dig. <laughs> I like lines in the sand. You're a fan of that. I'm a very compartmentalized person, so <laughs> when things are too gray, I'm like, "What's going on here?" But now that I see the strict line in the sand, I can uh, choose a side. Yeah. Well, since you host best of the rest, yeah. uh, which is for those of you who don't. Have maybe not seen it. It's in the podcast feed, Wrestling Sheet Radio. Uh, it's her and Aaron Turner where they're talking about everything that's not on Raw, non smackdown do, do you think you'll be watching Bound for Glory? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah, I'll be watching it. I'm interested. I, you know, I, I I don't know if I think the buildup has been... Except for this Austin Aries stuff. Except so. for the... <laughs> yeah. I mean... But I think, uh, you know... It hasn't blown me away, the buildup of it. And I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen every episode of Impact, so I shouldn't be too negative of it because it's unfair if I haven't yeah. seen everything as a whole. But there's something that's really been like drawing me in to like have to see this show. I totally agree with you. Here's what I will say about it, is that I suggest you watch it because I do think that this is going to usher in a new era of Impact. More so than the last one? Yeah. What was it? Because the last one that everyone liked, what was that? The... Um... It's it's well. Forget what it was, but people liked the last interview a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was something to do with Taya. The one where it was Pentagon versus Sammy with the mask oh, sure. versus whatever the mask yeah, versus yeah, hair yeah. stuff. Um, I mean, that was fine. I I, I, I think it's uh, I don't know. I think I think having John as like having John at the at the apex of any company is a smart move. I think so too. I think he's a star. When he was in WWE, he was one of the main people that. I thought was like future of the company status. I remember I thought John Morrison was like the guy. Like he was like the next Shawn Michaels. I still think he's the guy. He, I think he's so consistently good and charismatic and wonderful and lovely. It's not that I don't think he's the guy anymore. I just wish. What? There's. I just think so it's sometimes like overexposed. He's just kind of like like he's in every. It's so many companies now at this point. Yeah. That he went from like. He went away. Like, John Morrison went away. Like, John Morrison wasn't wrestling all the time, and now he's just, like, every – he's just in every wrestling company on – you know, in, in, all over the place. So, but I like that he's made that his gimmick. Yeah, and I do – I don't – I don't knock his hustle at all. And yeah. he's still one of the people that I think is, like, a – when you look at him, even though he's smaller, like, he looks like a pro wrestler. Yes. Yeah, you know? I mean, I shouldn't say smaller because he's still way bigger than me, but, like, smaller big. compared to wrestlers, you know? Um, it's not a cage. Yeah, I ran into him in my apartment building once, and I was like, "Whoa, this guy is way bigger than I realized." In and person. just like looks like he's he, in that's, a time what, but that's what I mean. Yeah, he looks 
like a star. Well, that's what I love about him is that I I love New Guard of Wrestling. I love it. And I think that he's adapted well within it by by remaining the nostalgic favorite. Yeah. Because he he is wrestling. Like he just he embodies wrestling and I think from a very like traditional nostalgic WWF even uh perspective and so when you have him juxtaposed to like say McCallahan even mm-hmm. or uh i'm trying to think of like one other indie wrestler cool great i'm doing a great job <laughs> best of the rest check it out pro wrestling sheet <laughs> oh, but no but like, i know what you mean like marco stunt uh-huh. you know when you have these two people juxtaposed i think it even it makes his character fit even more yeah i do agree slightly with the overexposure just in that i don't know where to catch him yeah i think that's more what i mean is that yeah. like I think he should there, you, there should be like one place where you watch John Morrison because that's how big of a star I feel like he is. But the problem is that it can't be like that. It can't be Lucha because they film like, you know, behind pulling back the curtain a little bit. They film so all far in, in a chunk yeah. and then they're done. Yeah. So if you like, if you're like, okay, Lucha Underground champion, well, former Lucha Underground champion uh, Johnny Mundo, he's not going to work for ten months out of the year. Yeah. So. I mean, okay. I mean, at least they're allowed outside work now because of Lucha Underground. That that you're right, that, you're right in that sense, absolutely. Because I mean, if he had been stuck on Lucha Underground, yeah, he probably yeah he wouldn't. The impact stuff has been good for him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, you're right there, and I and I hope that he wins the title this weekend. That that's my hopes. Yeah. Um. And to I mean, me, as the as a PR the PR person in my mind, mm-hmm. I go like, oh, he's on it. He's on one of the biggest shows on television right now. You should probably give the title to that guy right now, right, so that right, when right. he's doing interviews, he's carrying your title. So that that's how I look at it. Uh, we will see what happens. Uh, okay, so another big story this week. Another person said something real stupid. Uh, well, this <laughs> oh, is a reaction to something stupid. But uh, so it was like I think it was like two weeks ago now. Uh, Albert Del Rio, Albert Overtrone, he. <laughs> responded to someone on social media on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They said something along the lines of like he's with a girl and it was like, "Oh, your new girlfriend it's is so much, prettier, so than much prettier than Paige." And he was like, "Oh, and she also doesn't have like multiple arrests, this, that, and has gone to the uh, mental institution twice." Which is like the most dick thing you could say about like your ex fiance about anybody. About anyone, about anyone. Yeah. But even more so, your ex fiance, who like you were there, like you were part of that. If that's not something that she wants out, you know, publicly broadcast to the world, it's like it's like crossing such a huge line, like the biggest line you can cross. You know, like that was a fucking dick thing. It's it's uh, also national. It's today as we're recording this is National Mental Health Day. Yeah. So uh, happy National Mental Health Day to Paige. And to everybody suffering, uh, you're not alone. But also, yeah, no, I, I couldn't. I genuinely, couldn't, I was gonna say I couldn't believe it, but I can <laughs> absolutely believe yeah. it. What a tool! Yeah, I um, was shocked by this because you're right. He went through that those times with her, and to stick with somebody through such a hard time. I know because I've had family members and very, very close personal friends and relationships go through very similar situations. And to be with somebody and see somebody through a time like that and then months later to attack them with it is one of the most heartless things I've ever seen ever. Yeah. Like to see somebody at their lowest point and to use that against them, especially while they're thriving and getting over it. And you can see that she is doing everything in her power to be better. And you can see that through every aspect of her life. And be better by her terms, not by anybody else's terms. She is fine. Yep. You know? And I I was really shocked by this, but I also think that this has been a big week of people showing their true colors. And I think a lot of people have written off Albert Do- Albert Alberto Del Rio. Cool. Hey, what's up? Good job. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, people have written off his behavior because of his gimmick. And... You can't do that anymore. No. And if we're going to hold these people to task, like in all other 
aspects of industry, we need to do it in professional wrestling. It amazes me how much it's not done in professional wrestling. Well, there's no HR. We are the HR. The audience, the fans are the HR. And if you continue to perpetuate this kind of behavior and to allow it, then it's only going to grow and grow and grow. And the guy who runs the biggest one of these companies said the N-word on TV. So, like, you know, cool. like, you know, so it's like we the, the we have to be better than them. Yeah, it's true. And it's it's. And there's those types who go like, well, what if we don't want? What if that's what we liked? What if that's what we want from wrestling? And it's this weird, it's this weird like situation where like it's people. Some people don't want change, you know. I think those who don't like me who are the people who don't want change. Yeah. You know? Oh, hey, hi. Um, I get it. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally get it. But I, I also would implore people. And here's the thing: I think that wrestling fans are so quick to defend their love of pro wrestling, and you. Looking at something like this and taking a moment and don't just retweet and snowflake me. Like, if you just take a moment and look at what's happening and see that this person is tearing down somebody who had a struggle, who was in a time of need, and look inside of yourself and say, have I ever had a hard time? Would I appreciate it if my former partner publicly dragged me for that hard time probably not then maybe for a second you'll start to see Paige as somebody who's not just the gm of raw not just on total divas but is a human person and a daughter and a friend and like she's just a human being she's a human being she's been through so much in the past year in such a dark in the past year she's been through a lot since she was like 19 yeah not not even 19 because i've heard her story from before her whole life like you just said her whole life i mean it's just incredible to me. I like it, I feel like the wrestling community has done such a good job of protecting her, honestly. Yeah. Um, not that she needs it. You know, she can hold her own, as we saw on the Lillian Garcia part. But podcast. I think that because of her age, there are people who do see it that way. I mean, even Absolutely. she talked about in the podcast, she talked about, I think that people in WWE kind of see it that way with her. And that's why, you know, she doesn't get thrown aside. They're looking for more things for her to do once she had to retire. Well, I know this for a fact. I will hmm, let me figure out how to say this in a way that's like coded and cool and safe for radio. Um, I know that when sometime last year they were all in San Diego or San Antonio and from a very trusted source, they had to stay in the hotel because people were just going to kick his ass. I believe that. Yeah, it it was. He is. He's such a toxic, toxic person. And it's not like that's something. If you've ever dealt with toxic people, it's not like something that is out of character for him to do something like that. You just never think. You're like, I know he's bad. Like, hey, he was my partner, so I know he's, like, not great. And I know that he's vindictive and probably has a lot of malice towards me. But you never expect somebody to do it so publicly. And, like, what's worse, the worst part about it is that he's replying to a fan. Yeah, like, someone doesn't even know. Yeah. No reason. Just some troll. Just some troll. Literally. What a dweeb. Just to... Just to be a dick. What an absolute dweeb. I will say I like that Paige was above it, though. Oh, you yeah. know, in this podcast interview when, when Lillian asked her about it, she said, pretty simply, she just said, don't make fun of someone who has mental health issues. She said, because he knew at that point how depressed and how, like, I was on rock bottom and I wanted to kill myself. He knew all that stuff. So to throw that out there like that, it's pretty mean. She was like, I thought over a year of us not being together, I never expected him to bring me up again. So mm-hmm. I was just like... I'm not even going to respond to that right now. But then eventually she was like, look, you don't talk like that about women, especially on the internet for everyone to see. Just keep your mouth shut. If you don't like me, that's fine. We haven't had contact for over a year. It baffles me. To me, though, (laughs) breakups have this, like, weird cycle. Yeah. You know, that usually the guy at the end of it is the one feeling the most sad and, like, regretful of everything, you know? And I feel like it looks like a guy who regrets how things ended. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, even if he's with a hotter girl now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Great, because yeah. I'm sure those women wanted to be pitted against each other as well. <laughs> you know, women love that they when love, you just pit them against each thing. other. their favorite thing. Yeah, it's their favorite thing. I love that. Uh, but he, it seems to me like jealousy. Like she's, sure. you know, she has fixed, she's got her shit together. Yeah. She's got her shit together. She's, you know, being successful in her field again. Mm-hmm. Um She's not, like, excommunicated from the wrestling industry like it feels like he is to a certain degree. Now, he's not fully excommunicated. I shouldn't say that. He but like, be. He, <laughs> he w- It wouldn't surprise me. He's not looked at in the most friendly of – the most positive of light in the wrestling industry. Yeah. Um, and she is still, regardless of all of that. And so 
I'm assuming it's one, you know, it's one of those, ah, fuck her. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, fuck her. You know? Or, yeah. Like, when you're famous like that, you can't do that. No, you cannot. You really can't. You... Well, that's why he's not famous like that. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very true. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so moving topic series, we got, we got, uh, only got a little bit of time left. Oh. I know, I know. I was like, I got started a little. I, I feel bad making the the editor guys stay here too I late. Do, I do love Paige so much. Though. She's I the best. Like I, she really like. I know. She represents so much good. I just love her. I, I felt terrible during. You know, like I had. To, I was covering all that stuff between her and Alberto Del Rio heavily. Of course. I just felt bad the whole time. Like I was just like I just wanted it's her like to get you. out. You know, I just wanted her to get out, and yeah. I'm glad that she got out and that. You know, she seems happy. You yeah. know, she seems, for the most part, she seems pretty happy. Calm. Calm. Yeah. Uh, you know, level-headed. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. I also want to say, just real quick, that she mentioned, like, don't talk about women like that in regards to mental health. But I also, like, feel like it's worth saying just very quickly, especially on today, that, like, it's not cool to do that to men either. Because no. like, men especially in professional wrestling have a really really hard time dealing with mental health issues and they de- and they are dealing with people like Alberto Del Rio all I can't even say his name all of I, it's you just, say Alberto I just get well, uh, <laughs> I start to throw up in the middle of it. I just get they get bogged down by these people all of the time and I think it's like People like, do you know Gentleman Jervis? Kevin, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kevin Condren? Yeah. yeah, he's really open about his mental health issues. And I think, like, people like Paige, people like him, it's, like, very important to put that forward. So, I, respect. I, I'm still on Jervis Cottonbelly terms with him. I forgot, that, I forgot that it's Gentleman Jervis now. That's yeah, why. Yeah, because he's not allowed to have the Cottonbelly I know, anymore. I know. It's bullshit. I don't mind it. Cottonbelly, for some reason, feels racist. <laughs> okay. I know it's enough. not. I know it's. I should say that I know it's not, but. <laughs> It doesn't it feel that great. way. <laughs> yeah, didn't feel great to say. So I'm happy it's gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also I saw Jervis post a thing on um, on social media about how he's trying to get booked more. Hey, go book Jervis, guys. His body looks better than ever. I, uh, yeah, I, Kevin Jervis, either one. Yeah, book them. That that is he, uh, people love Jervis. I worked in Church of Wrestling Hall briefly with Jervis. Mm-hmm. The children. Love Jervis. People are genuinely happy because of Jervis. He should be getting work everywhere. Yeah, so I love that. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you're someone who books shows, check out Gentleman Jervis. Very much big, big, big fan of Jervis. I big, love big that. fan. Uh, he's been on the show before, so I, I love Jervis. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, okay. Last topic here before we get out, uh, and that is Rey Mysterio returning to WWE full time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't seem happy about this. Are you not a Rey Mysterio fan? I'm a big Rey Mysterio Why fan. Why are you not happy about this? Because I'm a Lucha Underground fan. But he has been in Lucha for a little bit now. I know. Wasn't he gone for like, he's been gone for a whole season now, right? Yeah, no, no. He More than one season? Back, you know, it's been, he, was, he was in the last season. He was in the last season? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I know. They didn't use him very well in Lucha Underground. Don't well, don't front like they used him well in, in Lucha Underground. I know they didn't, but he's doing all in. He's doing like he's. Like, <laughs> you know what? He's another one that you know. I was happy with all in and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I want Rey Mysterio to be preserved at all costs. You know, he's a treasure. Yeah. He yeah. is first bout Hall of Famer, unquestionably. When the time comes, uh, he is. One of my favorite performers of all time. Damn. Like, I, maybe not other, for me personally. Like, I am, you know, Hispanic dude, and... You are? <laughs> uh, half Hispanic, yeah, yeah. Me, I'm, I'm Latina. Yeah, I'm like, uh, half, half Puerto Rican, half, well, quarter Puerto Rican, quarter Spanish, you know, Mexican. God, I love this about you. <laughs> and then my dad's Jewish, white dude, throws it all off. We have, this, can't tell. We have like, the same blood. Yeah. Oh, you're a Mexican Jew as well? Well, I'm Spanish okay. and a uh, Jew. Okay, yeah. yeah, great. Oh, there we go. Okay, wowie. Cool. <laughs> wowie zowie. Um, so, you know, I, yeah, Rey Mysterio, like, for me, you know, so I am very pumped about it. You know, yeah. I, I think that as much as he helped Lucha Underground, and I hate to break this to you because oh, you're going to be sad. There's no way Lucha Underground lasts past this season, right? Stop it. Come on. I need you to stop. I'm just being realistic here. I understand that perspective um and i understand why it's probably true but i can't let it go you so i haven't watched the season once they sent me a season to assist letter i decided to stop watching lucha for underground what? for spoilers oh stupid like, oh i remember this yeah oh i remember this yeah no i understand i totally understand i 
I love it more than I've loved any wrestling. Yeah, you promotion. no no. Trust me, trust me. Your passion for Lucha Underground is the only reason I allow Lucha Underground coverage on the site <laughs> because I knew that in order to have Rachel doing things here, I had to accept that Lucha Underground coverage was going to happen because yeah. I know how much you're a fan. So trust me, I had to weigh those options out. I was like, well, fuck, I'm trying to do like a you know cease and desist back on those motherfuckers, but. <laughs> I'm by sorry. ceasing to talk about them at all, but then you, you know, I can't I'm a fan myself. of yours, so they're, they're beginning the coverage again. Thank so. you for uh, thank you for bending for me. You're welcome. You're welcome. But you know, I I can't see them around for much longer. So no. I mean, it makes sense that that Rey Mysterio would go somewhere else. I'm glad it wasn't Impact. Rey Mysterio is a legend, you know, and he should be preserved. Although full time, I'm surprised that he's going to be like well, house they, shows, all that kind of stuff. They renegotiated his deal, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yeah, so yeah. they wasn't it originally well, for two years? It was originally for no. He, uh, he there's like this weird thing where apparently like it's for two years, but at 18 months he can like there's like a option, option or yeah. something like that. Um, I can't imagine they're going to make him do house shows. No, he is. What? That was like part of the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. That, really that part weird. I felt unnecessary. I felt like Rey Mysterio is at an age where he didn't. The house shows. He but they also have Jeff Hardy doing the house shows. They have, I mean. For got, some reason it feels different. How, what's the difference in age there? I'm actually wondering. I don't know why, and it feels kind of rude of me that I feel this way, but it feels different that Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy. Ah, ah. I want Jeff Hardy to do house shows. I do not want Rey Mysterio to do house shows. They're only two years in age apart. I know, but like... 43 and 41. But do you see what I'm... Do you feel what I'm saying on any sort of level? Well, yes, because Rey Mysterio... He, he could break. In my head, in my head, Jeff Hardy's a kid. Still. Yeah, I was gonna say Jeff Hardy's like indestructible. Like he's gotten yeah. injured once in his career of doing the most ridiculous stunts when, imaginable. When they came back, I was with... A couple friends and I didn't know that they were because com- I don't I don't Fair, okay. I just watch wrestling yeah you know so I didn't know that they were coming back or when they were I knew that it was happening I didn't know when they were coming back because obviously I watched the whole like lead up to it and yeah. the young bucks and whatever um and when they came out I oh I guess I did know actually because the young bucks match was the night before that was the they, night before. yeah whatever um but they wasn't known they were gonna be there I turned into a nine-year-old again I was just like, he's Jeff Hardy. He's Jeff Hardy, and he's doing the thing with his pelvis. And so, like, to me... He's got the things on his arms. He's got the things on his arms. But I feel like Rey Mysterio has, like, paid... I guess they both paid dues. Why are they they doing house shows? They're both going to break. They're both going to break. Matt already broke. (laughs) He did. He broke in, and then he he woke in, and then he broke in again. (laughs) All sorts of breaking and waking. Yeah. No, I'm I'm completely with you. Wait, Wait... Jeff Hardy's the younger, younger brother. brother. So how yeah. old is Matt Hardy? Then Probably he, Oh, so he's a year older than Rey Mysterio. Crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy, right? I interviewed Rey Mysterio once, and he, I must say, I saw him without a mask on. He's, he was in he, WCW without the mask, so it's okay. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, right. He took his mask Yeah, when he was like 17, he did it too. Well, he was in um, yeah. He, well, he, he lost his mask in WCW for a yeah, brief yeah, period yeah, of time yeah, before I, they went out of business. Did not like that. Me um, No one did. No, no. Bad, bad. Yeah. Um... But he looks like he's twelve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's fine. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, he's dealt with injuries. And I mean, he moves slower. He moves a little slower. His knees. But to be honest, the greatest Royal Rumble and the regular Royal Rumble, dude, killed it. Like, yeah. I really want to see him in feuds with guys like Andrade or um, yeah, just, just like AJ Styles. AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. You know, like oh, I, cool. You know, like I don't think that's a match we've seen. Oh, that's so cool, right? Oh, that's so fun. I know wrestling is so good right now. <laughs> Wrestling's the best. AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio. Doesn't that sound like a dream match? Has there ever been? Let me see. Hold on. That's hold like on. a match that I would do in like two K. One hundred percent. What? AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. That's a fantasy match. Okay, so I don't they think it's did happened. wrestle once. When not, was this? They weren't in No, but it was like an TNA. indie show, I want to say. Um, Rey Mysterio was not in TNA, right? No, no. Okay, mm, yeah. Mm. When was this? Oh, for Five Star Wrestling. That's when it was. They, they did wrestle each other once, but I had not seen it. And I, I think that it, 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 it I'm going to pretend it didn't happen. I'm going to pretend it didn't happen, too. Oh, the first time ever. <laughs> Can you believe? <laughs> we, we talked all about that on the SmackDown recap today, where it was like, it's crazy how often they use that term first ever on things. Like they're just just throw it around like oh, people this forget. A, this is the first ever smoothie. Well, you know, WWE is perfect at uh revisionist history. Yes. Perfect at yes. it. Yes. So, you know, God's paid. There was a last woman standing match in NXT. 
Yeah. So they can't say this was the first ever last woman standing match in WWE. Well, they don't consider NXT I WWE. I know. We, we talk about NXT on Best of the Rest, so you are perpetuating the issue. <laughs> this is true. This is your fault. This is my fault. I'm part of the conspiracy. Damn it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of Best of the Rest, like I said, you guys can check out Rachel on Best of the Rest. It's in the podcast feed. Uh, it's a great show with her and Aaron Turner. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, we were talking before we went on the air here. We might maybe change the day a little bit, but uh, <laughs> just to help things out. But 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 yes, I, I'm a big fan of their show. You guys should definitely be checking it out if you like. You know, especially if you like Lucha Underground, especially if you like NXT, uh, those are Aaron and Rachel's favorite things. So very much you you will like the show too, I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, and and also check out the things she's doing with Gamma Ray TV. Uh, we put two webs put two stories on the website recently with interviews that she's done. They're great. I recommend watching all fifteen minutes. The part where she talks about farting on her date oh, was God. the best part. I forget that I'm on camera. <laughs> I forget. And then I say We've all been like there. that. We've all been there, don't worry. The guy that I was on the date with that I farted in front of texted me and was like hey dude that was pretty funny and I was like I'm sorry I forgot that I said that into a camera hole oh no 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 oh that's so funny that he watched it and saw that he did he did yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it was great it's great I love talking into microphones it doesn't ruin my life at all uh, <laughs> as someone who was on TMZ just spouting things off sure. all the time I've fallen on the same trap. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, yeah, what, yeah. If you want to hear more of your uh, of all the things you're doing, probably not about farts, but if you want to hear all the other things know. you do, you never know. It could come up. Uh, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rachel Sam Evans, and I usually just post all my stuff up there. So check it out. Yeah, it, it's funny because your Instagram and your Twitter are so different so from each other. So different, yeah, isn't it? Wild? It's a whole different world. I don't know how to merge the two worlds. But it's hard. They're different worlds. I, I can't get any of my followers on Twitter to follow me on Instagram. I beg, well, I plead. Luckily, luckily, I talk mainly about wrestling on Twitter, and those people who I talk about wrestling with tend to like my Instagram. That's good. It makes sense, though, right? You know, like yeah. the, the demographic of wrestling yeah. fan to thigh fans. I don't is think. Pretty, <laughs> I don't think I can post thigh pictures to get more pictures on Instagram. Or get I more followers on Instagram. Would try it. <laughs> It might, maybe it'll help. I don't know. Maybe. Be part of this body pause movement. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll give it a shot. And you can find me. I'm at Ryan Satin on social media. It's at Wrestling Sheet for everything related to the website. ProWrestlingSheet.com. You can check everything out there. Uh, if you're listening to the audio of this, go check out the YouTube channel. It's YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. You can see my face. You can see Rachel's face. Uh, you get to see... All of our reactions much better that way. So if you're only listening to the audio, go check out the YouTube channel as well. There's other content that I put up, um, lists, different news hits, uh, recap show that I do with Roca, uh, Wrestling Sheet Radio normally with Eli and Jamie. So go check out everything we're doing there. And if you're watching the video of this, hello, hi, thank you for watching on here. Uh, but, but go check out the podcast feed as well. Like I said, we've got Best of the Rest with Aaron and Rachel. We've got Top 5 with Kevin and James. Lots of good stuff on there. I've been working on a few interviews that I'm going to be putting on there. I think I just booked an interview uh, with everyone's favorite wrestler, Eva Marie. So that'll be fun. Whoa. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Wrestler. Yeah, it should be good. I actually got a, I got another offer for an interview today uh, with some f- real cool people. So I'm hoping those come through because I'm pumped about it. So I, I don't want to say it because I don't want like, to fall through and then feel like a dork. But <laughs> it's something that, that will hopefully happen by uh, next month. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us here. Uh, Rachel, thank you so much for, hey, for hanging out. Uh, hopefully we can have you again in the future. Uh, and yeah, so uh, we're done for now. Uh, but until next time, stay out of the dirt. Keep your eye on the sheet. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa Automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa Automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. 
State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.